Hey, what's up you guys? Does capitalism get you down? Does the constant pressure to be productive get to you? Are you tired of being a cog in the machine? Then we invite you to be part of the revolution against toxic productivity by embracing the useless things. Welcome to episode 46 of Very Unimportant People podcast. Do less. <laughs> Hi everyone, I'm Lydia and this week um, I went out to a bar in a wig and it was so clearly a wig and I just had a little <laughs> wig night with my friend Ooh. and it was fun, it was Love cool, it. a little change in identity, a little change in pace. I, I recommend <laughs> And my name's Courtney, and this week I quit my job again. Yay! <laughs> Different job. Different job. But I did I did quit a job again. Congratulations, my guy. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. We're it's all been... so happy for you. Courtney was working in the bowels of customer service. Capitalism. And, oh I was boy. holding capitalism up <laughs> on my shoulders i was yeah. just supporting it and it was just draining draining my soul i hate capitalism i don't want to support it in that capacity yeah so totally I and it was too quit. it was too direct with capitalism you know mm -hmm. daily mm -hmm. just dealing with refunds and people who are just deep in the system and believe that they deserve refunds all the time no matter over what nothing. yelling <laughs> over at me. literally nothing mm. over mm -mm. a pair of pants and I mean, these people, these people are the people who are just slaves to capitalism, you know? Yeah. It's not, it's <laughs> not their fault. It's not no. their fault, but it's also not mine. Yeah. And you shouldn't be getting yelled at for it. No. <laughs> Anyways, no. congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> Fuck that place. And uh, now you're on the other side, doing something else for capitalism. <laughs> In a way. Yes. Always. So. It's a job. Always. So, That's always. true. Yeah. You can't yeah. you can't escape it if you're working a job. No. But like less so. Less so, less directly, less angry people, a yeah. little bit more purpose. So oh. let's hope it goes well. I'm so happy for you. Thanks. That's so cute. I tell, love us, it. tell us about your wig your okay. wig night. My wig night. night. Well, the wig caps, I gotta say, looked a little ridiculous. <laughs> you know, when you put those like little little condom heads on and you're just like mm. walking around with like no hair <laughs> that was definitely a 10 out of 10 experience um yeah and then like i wore this purple this like light purple curly long with mm. bangs wig and like it was so my hair is so thin naturally but this wig was so thick and big and like bouncy <laughs> and i was like holy shit i look amazing and also it was a little bit of a redemption for myself because in high school, I actually tried to dye my hair the color that I was wearing last night. That was the color that you were trying. That was the color that I was going for. And the color that I got from Manic Panic <laughs> was dark blue. I came to school. I'm a blonde. I came to school the next day with dark blue hair. And like everyone was like, what the fuck is going on? My drama teacher was like touching my hair. She was like, no, Lydia. She was like, oh, what no. Have you done? <laughs> she was so upset. <laughs> she was genuinely like upset about it and then slowly i tried to wash it out you know i did the whole baking soda deal and then it turned green and i had green hair for about three months as i waited for it to wash out <laughs> and go back to my normal hair color which it finally did and i never dyed my hair again <laughs> it was a semi-permanent dye but still i was traumatized <laughs> it was an experience was done. i remember yeah that. That whole, yeah. that whole era of your life. That whole vividly. era. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, me too, man. <laughs> I was so upset. So it was a little bit redeeming to like take a look at that and be like, mm. you know, wow, this actually, this color does actually look pretty, pretty solid on me. You know, I feel like a light purple is I still it. in style, still cute. Yeah, I like. You it had too. me fooled for a moment when I first really? like, opened your Instagram. I was like, whoa. Lydia dyed her hair? What the fuck? Oh my god. And then I saw how long it was in the next picture and how thick it was. And I was like, (laughs) "Mm." there's no way that's her real hair. (laughs) I think this is a wig. But it looked good. No, yeah. Yeah. I liked it too. I was not used to having that much hair. It was so nice. Oh my gosh. You guys with thick hair, I got to live your life for a day and it was for a night even. It was fantastic. I just felt like a whole new person. It was great. Yeah, it was a good time. We went to like a little arcade bar. Ooh. Played some old school Pac-Man and pinball. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Definitely recommend if you're in Toronto. But only do it with a wig. Only wigs only. Otherwise, it's whatever. (laughs) Otherwise, it's just like an arcade with expensive drinks, you know? (laughs) But if you wear a wig, it's a whole experience. Mm -hmm. Now that, like, COVID's dying down, we got to find, like, new ways to, like, disguise ourselves while going out. Because (laughs) masks are going to become not a thing soon, and I'm not going to be able to hide behind it. So, wigs. Yeah, we need other things to make us feel safe. And there's something about a wig that I think makes people want to not talk to you. (laughs) Just based on my bar experience. Like, I'm good. (laughs) That girl seems a little crazy. I'm not going to go in with that. No, we're not going to open that Pandora's box. (laughs) Going to leave that there. (laughs) Looks like that girl's got some issues. (laughs) Yes. Yes, Good strategy. uh, Good strategy. uh, Yeah, it was nice. It was a good strategy. And yeah, that's what's up with us this week, guys. Turning over new leaves. So exciting. Every day. And in a couple of weeks, we'll be recording an episode together. (gasps) Yay. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) And now we are smarter. We are wiser. Well, Courtney is. Courtney edits. So she knows things about things. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe. It won't happen again, guys. You know, I know that first episode of us recording together. Audio rough. If any of you made it through that, I applaud you because I barely yeah. did. I know how to, I, I get it now. I know how to do it. It's okay. It won't happen again. Makes more sense. Maybe we'll just use one microphone. Okay, maybe I think not. that would maybe be not. worse. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Just like the fumbling of us handing it back and forth. Oh, true. Yeah. Or you're just right, us. You're right sitting very close together yeah very very close together <laughs> we'll, we'll see we'll see we'll figure laptops. it out maybe we'll still It'll do the zoom work. call Some yeah yeah so cute we could totally make that happen because you have a lot of different space yeah, yeah. i'm excited we'll figure it's it gonna out. be great we'll figure it out bc i'm coming for you we have any fans in british columbia uh we will be having a meetup on oh. saturday um somewhere so come meet us today <laughs> No date, just Saturday, guys. <laughs> Saturday somewhere. Be on there. Saturday and find be us. Be there. I'm going to be upset if you're not there on Saturday yeah. somewhere. I'm going to really realize, you know, we have no true fans. No one who actually will come out and show, show up faces. for us. Even when yeah. we tell you exactly when and where to meet us. <laughs> hey, guys. Now is the title of the podcast where we talk about the poll from last week. 
So, um, as you remember, last week we talked about Apple and um, gift giving and, like, Courtney's beef Mm. with the holidays. But before that, (laughs) we had our own beef Beef. on TikTok. (laughs) We posted this TikTok and um, we got, we received, like, three or four or five comments from this user who was going to, who mentioned in the comments just casually Mm -hmm. i was gonna follow but then i saw very unimportant so i'll take your word for it rename your shit it's terrible (laughs) pretty rude so he went on to talk about a couple other things saying you should do a podcast episode about how you should name your podcast better etc etc um (laughs) and then i posted a poll and i asked you guys if you think we should rename the podcast and i'm happy to report that 87 percent of people are like your name is fucking great and thank you to those people listen to this hater (laughs) yes and thank you to those people no thank you to the people who voted yes (laughs) you guys are haters (laughs) (laughs) let us know what you think it should be renamed to just so we can shoot your idea down we'll workshop it aka tell you it's a no-go um but an update on that he actually ended up following the podcast tiktok and then lydia outed him to our entire instagram by posting that he followed us so we hope he doesn't follow us on instagram yeah pretty much but yeah follow us on instagram for that drama (laughs) know what's going on every week and let's get to the poll poll courtney kick us off so the first question we had was would you opt out of receiving gifts if it meant not spending on gifts and this was 50 50 wow which i think is very interesting yes that is very interesting hmm so you guys are like yeah i want to save some money but then other people are like no i'll spend the money to receive the presents even if the presents that you don't want you guys are you sure about that I'd rather save the money. <laughs> I think we're going to save the money too. Yeah. <laughs> the next question was Do you think Apple is at a standstill in innovation? <laughs> 75% of you said yeah. L O L. Oh my God. Who said totally. no? Oh, that's oh. so funny, you guys. What the hell? Why did those people say no? <laughs> I love this. I think that our Instagram and our TikTok needs to be much more energetically aligned because your opinions on Instagram Mm -hmm. are very different than the ones that we get on TikTok. Mm -hmm. So it's really a breath of fresh air. People were really like personally offended. They were like, (laughs) it's very unfair of you to discredit all the work that Apple has done since Steve Jobs died. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? You don't owe Apple anything. (laughs) Why are you doing this? In my opinion. (laughs) Yeah. What the fuck? (laughs) and the next question was would you opt out of not traveling to see your family for christmas would you opt out of not traveling would you opt out of traveling shit (laughs) this question was confusing but it was supposed to read would you opt out of traveling to see your family for christmas what is wrong with me i'm so sorry courtney 38 38 percent of you said that you i'm assuming that you would opt out of traveling home to see family for christmas yes and i respect that it is too expensive it is too busy those are my two main points. Yes. It's too expensive and it's too busy. Just go during a different time of the year. You can see your mm-hmm. family anytime. Like just It doesn't mean you don't love them any less. Christmas. No, it doesn't. It could be November when it's cheaper to travel. It could be exactly. February. <laughs> it Surprise could be them. Literally anytime. Not when you're forced to go. Yeah. 
yeah christmas in the summer that could be cute just Hmm. do your own thing (laughs) and the next one was do you use spotify or apple music 67 percent use spotify 33 use apple music whoa yeah spotify's better sorry guys yeah for those of you that said apple music you're the proof i'm sorry the proof is in the poll i'm sorry So, yeah, thank you so much for participating in that poll, everybody. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at very.unimportant.people for some more. And we'll see you in a couple of seconds on the real time, actually, the fake time podcast. This is real time. But also fake time. But also fake time. Real time for us. Oh, (laughs) there's so much inception happening every week. (laughs) Hi, guys. Anyways. Anyways. (laughs) Jinx. Jinx. So... This week, guys, um, I'm going to kick it off. And, um, you know, I've been going on a couple of rants a lot in the past couple of weeks. And, like, I love the anger. I love mm-hmm. to fuel the anger. Me but too. this week, I really couldn't find anything to be too upset about. I mean, I could, but Ranted it wasn't out. long enough to be, like, an opinion. It was just, like, a three-second thing. And I was like, fuck, I hate life. And then I just kind of would <laughs> move on. So this week, I – well, although this could be seen – well, you know what? We'll see where it goes because this okay. is about computers. And it is about computer viruses and something called a computer worm, which is similar to a virus, except somehow worse, to be honest. Wormy worm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and – yeah, disclaimer also, if you're into coding, this is going to be hard to listen to. Um, this is a very <laughs> basic description from a girl who doesn't know a lot about coding. So if you do want to, if you're still interested in listening to the episode, you can l- interpret it as um, this is how outsiders see the engineering and coding world. I'm not going to be trying to explain any complex ideas, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in the arts. So <laughs> I'm just going to be trying to go for something uh, a little This simple. is a I'm disclaimer a that we know we're wrong. Okay, we yeah. know we know we're wrong. Exactly. Read our TikTok bio. Experts in nothing. Yeah, I had to put but that in there because everything. y'all were being too crazy. Y'all really expect the most from us. Okay. <laughs> oh gosh. Just a quick side tangent. Um, yeah. We posted like this TikTok about electricity from uh, last week's ep- or t- a couple weeks oh, ago episodes, and we were like talking about how electricity shouldn't even be a thing and how everything should just be charging all the time and it should be through wi-fi we shouldn't have to charge things anymore no and everything should just always be charging because electricity is through the air and the comments were extremely split some people were like i can't believe these girls are actually this stupid and other people were like this is how the tesla coil was invented so what is it are we tesla or are we idiots I honestly, okay, honestly, there are some TikToks that we put on the internet that I can wholeheartedly understand why people think we're stupid. Like, stupid. I can understand. We want it. We want you to tell us we're dumb. We want interaction. We We get it. We get it. This specific video, I honestly don't get what was so stupid about it. It's a good idea. We weren't weren't saying this is how it works. We weren't trying to explain anything. We were just saying... We are at the point when we shouldn't have to charge things. And this is an example of how you could do it. Please, Elon Musk, take it from here. We weren't saying how to do it. (laughs) Just an idea. Just putting it out there. Yeah. If you already have it on the Tesla coil, why can't you get it into the actual, like, world, into the actual air? And some other comments said, this is actually something people are researching and working on. I think it's, we're actually oh, just smart. I think we're I just think really people, smart. Yeah. I think <laughs> we're, we're just, just too smart for TikTok. Yeah. And the people still are like, get us. I can't believe you're actually this dumb. I'm like, okay, okay. You're dumb. Look at, yeah. 
look at the other comments, okay, before Please? commenting your opinion, because apparently you're the one who doesn't know anything, not us. God. God. Burn. Do and your research out. before you talk about oh! stuff like that. <laughs> Hit him with the do your research. <laughs> oh, God. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, another week where we just did, like, an hour or two of research. <laughs> no idea. Just flying by the seat of our pants, really, like. I don't know. I and shout do, out okay. to that one guy. I think so too. Like we're just we're just people trying to that. explain it in like common people languages, you know. Yeah. Y'all are just like too embarrassed to admit that this is actually what happens in your brains, guys. We're yes. just being vulnerable <laughs> about our thought processes. <laughs> exactly. Come on. Uh, you know you love to see it. <laughs> <laughs> um and shout out also to the TikTok commenter who started off with calling us idiots and then later mm. came back to comment and say but wait, but why is this account so addicting? And then You're welcome. followed us. You're welcome. He gets <laughs> that it. That was a win. Yeah, he, he gets does it. get it. <laughs> it's a mix between satire and seriousness, but it's good. Mm. It's good. That's a good mix. <laughs> so on that note, okay. um, I first got interested in this side of the world a little bit because I was looking at infographics and... Um, this one infographic <laughs> came up. I don't know. Like, I was just, just I was looking for just ins- Googled information. infographic. K- kind of. I was like, best infographic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I wanted right, to see what to was out there. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> so um, <clears throat> it led me to this website, which led me to, like, top 100 infographics. I only made it through about 13 before my stupid little brain who was used to Vine and TikTok just couldn't not with the attention span. It's like, why is nothing so- moving? Yeah. <laughs> infographics are very dynamic, actually. There oh. was a lot going on on the infographic. Yeah. It's oh. a lot of fun. They're pretty interesting. They were moving? Infographics move. Yeah, that's how they no. work. It's like information, but it's like... Okay. That's how they work, I think. <laughs> so... I think I need to revise my thesis proposal based on that information. Uh-oh. I said oh, I was going to make true. an infographic, but I... That is, but that was not my understanding of what you I was agreeing to, like, to do. Right. I, I thought it was just mean. a piece of paper mm-hmm. with graphics of with information. graphics that contain information. Right. I, maybe I'm using the wrong word, but it was like an animated infographic. Okay. I think you could still Fair use enough. infographic Fair for enough. that. This was just like a moving and like a little bit interactive. Like it was video format. Okay. But if you have paper format mm. for infographic, I think it's totally fine. Okay. And um, one of the infographics uh, that I was watching, it was like a three minute video and it was about this computer worm called Stuxnet and um, worms are different than viruses because viruses this is just an opener viruses need to be like opened and downloaded by a user and like Mm. it's like an accidental spam like oh no you just downloaded a virus but worms like once it's on the computer you don't have to open anything it just get like if you plug in a USB you won't even have to open the USB and it'll just go onto your computer and then replicate itself like a million times over and then it's able to infect other computers via like vibes pretty much so hold on hold on hold on (laughs) like the internet like other computers next to it who are on the same network okay yeah and it can spread as far as other computers like around the world and stuff like that and this one stuxnet it's like the perfect example of how things manage to go, go a little too far and <laughs> spread a little too much. And it, it was completely unknowing to everybody else. So this worm was discovered in 2010 mm. and it was discovered in traffic control centers, power plants and factories all around the world. <gasps> That's and kind of important had, stuff. 
Yeah. <laughs> and they looked oh. deeper into the code and they found out that it was able, it had the power, it had the coding to shut down oil pipelines. Yes. And it had. Do it. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> right. And it had the power to spin nuclear fuel centrifuges out of control until okay, they don't failed. Do that one. Don't do that. Yeah. So. Oil, yeah. Um, nuclear, no. I know. Isn't that so crazy? So the systems that operate on this stuff is like super locked down. But every code apparently has this weak point that even the creators aren't aware of. Like they have no idea that there's weaknesses in their codes, but hackers can find them. And these weak points are called zero days. And you can buy zero days on the black market for like anything that any hacker has found for a hundred thousand dollars. Okay, wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> coder writes code. Coder, coder publishes code. code. Hacker hacks code. Hacker finds zero day. Hacker sells that information, the information yeah. of where it is and what it is on the internet. Yes. Wow. Isn't that so fucking crazy? And it's like a black market business. You can't just go to the store and buy a zero day. <laughs> like you have to, first of all, be on the dark web to be able to probably access this stuff. Second of all, have a hundred thousand dollars handy to be able to get around, the yeah. zero days. And then also a lot of some of the zero days might not even be useful to you. For example, Stuxnet bought 20 zero days, <laughs> 20 times a hundred thousand dollars. And only exploited four of them, which was actually a, a record for a worm. Normally, they only do one. But these guys were like, we're going to use four of them and go for it. And that still means that the others were just completely like shoved to the side, wow. like bye-bye, hella money. <clears throat> um, so inside of this code was a specific target. And if the target wasn't available, then the virus would just remain dormant and just like do nothing until it had the opportunity to move to another computer that was already infected. The virus or the worm. Infected. The worm, sorry. Okay. I like okay. Yep. might no, go in between okay. calling it a virus and a worm just because... Honestly, the worm sounds more like a virus to me. Like, it sounds like it works like a virus, you know? It infects, yeah. like... And it's just, like, duplicates and things. duplicates and duplicates. I know, but in the media, like, sometimes people call worms viruses and viruses worms because it's, like, for so people who don't know yeah. the difference. Like, I don't... I've never heard of the term a uh, computer worm before. Me neither. I looked this up. So I think it's just used interchangeably in the media. And like, mm. I, I might just end up doing that, to be honest. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> just because of, you know, my programming, like, like I was saying, I don't know shit about computer engineering. So let's go. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so the target that they mm. discovered was the nuclear enrichment centrifuges in Iran. And uh, this was not good. In Iran, they found out that it had infected 14 industrial sites, including the nuclear fuel enrichment plant. And um, the worm would do this thing where it would like infect the Microsoft Windows machines, look for software that was tracking data on how the centrifuges were spinning. And then um, the centrifuges also are like just this device that like spins really quickly to separate liquids from each other and to like make it stable, I guess. And wow. um the hackers were like using the worm to spy on the activity in the places and to gather data. And then they would get the centrifuges to spin out of control. But the Stuxnet would tell the operators that everything was totally fine <gasps> and that there was no problems. So it used all the data that it had collected just by sitting there and spying <gasps> and then told them that everything was fine. But it spun out like so many centrifuges <laughs> in Iran. I know. Is that so insane? What? Yeah. And in, apparently, and Iran, like, is being very secretive about what actually happened. So only in speculation do we actually mm. know how 
badly this worm affected their like power their like power plants and their centrifuges and like mostly it was just these couple of nuclear reactors not reactors but like um what are they called again <laughs> nuclear enrichment sites what is the nuclear enrichment site it's for like gasoline that interesting does something for nuclear i don't know but just the word nuclear no, typically like scares me a little bit yeah so i know it's yeah. quite important um okay. but they use it to it's like a power plant pretty much so they use okay, it to yeah. like power a lot of things so it apparently shut down like a hundred centrifuges in one plant and in another plant that was still under construction it was found to be infected and they found out that if they had turned it on it would have led to a nationwide blackout <gasps> ah that's so fucking crazy and this is why i have so much fear about like self-driving cars that are just on the internet because like if we can do this if if a little worm you know some guy behind his computer you know probably in his mom's basement somewhere (laughs) can cause a nationwide blackout for a nuclear plant yeah i'm pretty sure people can hack into our cars once they're self-driving yeah i think so too crash yeah like there could be something on your computer right now and you would have literally no idea like i i bet there is and it's just sitting there waiting for the perfect moment and then i don't know i guess it'll just like attack and steal your data i guess if you wipe out my computer you wipe out my computer you know it sucks but like what what happens when these things like actually start affecting our lives like right like they can derail trains like these these codes have the power to just derail trains like if that's what they feel like doing they can override the system that currently exists and like you can just cause like horrible accidents like same with the self-driving cars like it's just probably hack into them and then the next thing you know it's like your car is not self-driving anymore but you still think it's self-driving and then you're spinning out of control scary stuff eek yeah eek okay eek. big time eek and okay. um no one has figured out um like who was kind of behind this like Stuxnet attack um but because of how sneaky and how like well crafted this worm was um the antivirus group that was hired was led to believe that it was actually a nation funded attack and there was probably like 10 coders in the world that are able to pull something like this off because it's such like a complex thing and it probably took like months to implement and the amount of money that was involved in like getting this going there people are starting to speculate that it was like a war attack almost and this is now how like maybe wars are going to be fought or something like that wars are fought by the software developers codes yeah coders yeah it's gonna be our new yeah. army it's gonna be a bunch of people behind computers yeah. just like viciously typing guys that's how I- world war three <laughs> is gonna happen we're not prepared no. you're getting not your computer science all. degree maybe stop, <laughs> stop. you, you might be enlisted literally we need coders that's so yeah that's such a good point like there's these companies already exist these like anti-virus and like Mm. anti-malware companies they're already fighting little wars on the computers every day you know um but yeah the the rumor has it that it um might have been israel who did this um stuxnet Mm -hmm. code because of references to the hebrew bible in the code which this is bad but that was so interesting to me like you can just add references and like names into code Mm -hmm. and it can tell people something about the code and about the creator or something every like that's a fun little coder i only know this because janate is coder yeah um they all have like their own like style i think it's called 
Yeah. So, like, every code is unique to, like, the coder. So, I guess they, like, named some of their, like, functions and stuff like that after stuff in the Hebrew. Yeah. I know, right? Guys, disguise your code a little bit more. (laughs) (laughs) Or people think it could have been the states. Mm. And they possibly are just trying to, yeah, exactly. Love it. Decoy it out a little bit. Love it. Mm-hmm. And a couple months after the worm was removed, because obviously they found it, they removed it, um, it was reported that either the real one or a variation of Stuxnet can be found online for anybody to download and to try to figure it out. And there's actually YouTube videos of people trying to understand this code that can shut down nuclear centrifuges and oil pipelines and just trying to explain it and recode it and code it backwards. It just exists out there pretty scary (laughs) 2021 is just such a weird place to be alive i just don't understand i don't understand it at all how that can just like shut down our world but yeah it's fine and it's just open access like these are the kinds of things i don't know it's weird that i haven't heard of this before but also like it's not because i'm not really in this world but i just feel like maybe this stuff i don't know if this is true let me know you guys if you are in coding school and if you are learning about this stuff because it's literally on youtube and it's just an open source code that people can take a look at and try to figure it out and try to recreate it, I guess, and to be stronger and better than the last code. So I feel like this should Why definitely be taught in that? school. I don't know. if Because if you can figure out how to make it better, you could probably also figure <laughs> out how to beat it and like what the drawbacks mm. are of it to get ready for the next reinstallment of this code, of this I guess worm, so. possibly. Or Maybe. you can just do it again. Yeah. Well, they better. have like walls up against it and stuff like that now. They're, oh, they're okay. a little bit more prepared. They got okay, they got their good. hacker versus hacker situation on okay. and they really <laughs> tried to figure that shit out. Oh my gosh. Actually, I have a little bit of a, of a funny fact coming up. That's pretty much it about Stuxnet. I'm just going to talk about some like weird code things now okay. <laughs> and weird like virus things. Um, in 2019, recently, researchers found four more malwares, which were similar to Stuxnet. And mm-hmm. they collaborated with another group of like of hackers who were just like antivirus i guess to take down the viruses and world and worms and they called their group gossip girl <gasps> is that so fun xoxo gossip, gossip girl, girl. <laughs> <laughs> right That's so cute i love it or all of did they use all their names in there did they, they say xoxo gossip girl i hope they did i hope so if they i didn't, freaking mm. hope so then you're doing it wrong but yeah Yeah. coders are just a little like they they like to do little fun things i like (laughs) these little stylistic artistic choices that they're throwing in to their computer code it's kind of fun and kind of fresh and kind of cute so let's talk a little bit about like beginnings of viruses and like beginnings of worms um in 2003 there was this worm called the sql slammer and (gasps) it, (laughs) it would override your computer with buffering um, and it infected 75,000 computers in 15 minutes and caused the entire <gasps> internet to slow down and crashed the bandwidth for like a couple of hours. <laughs> That's so insane. Wow. And it's, so, it's such a weird situation because the patch for this like buffering mm. um, virus was released six months earlier, but people like didn't care about upgrading and patching their computers back then apparently and so 
they just like a bunch of computers got infected to the point where the internet pretty much stopped and the virus literally did no harm at all all you had to do was update it restart your computer and then you would be it would be working fine it didn't remove any files it didn't like corrupt anything or anything it was literally it would literally just buffer your computer to the point of no return and then just restart it repatch it and you're good to go i love this like harmless i don't understand it <laughs> what's the point <laughs> Is it harmless just a, like terrorism i don't even know what to call yeah. it but like <laughs> it was just trying to prove a point i think maybe like like patch your computers pay attention to what is going on on your computers and make sure you get the most recent update <laughs> maybe it was created by microsoft like the, by microsoft yeah i bet it was so people would do updates they're like stupid oh, people that's so we're funny. gonna teach them yeah yeah now they'll be getting those updates all the time and yeah it's just cute the sql slammer it wasn't evil but it was the fastest moving worm to this day because it infected and crashed the internet within 15 minutes that's crazy pretty sick right holy moly holy moly guacamole and here's another fun one uh it was called the i love you worm and and i love these names like it's so cute (laughs) creative In 2000, this 24-year-old man named Onel de Guzman, who was poor and struggling to pay for internet access at the time, um, decided that this is unfair and internet access is a human right. And I I am completely within my right to steal others' passwords Mm. and log into their internet accounts without needing to pay for the service. Oh, So it's not actually stealing because internet is a human right. This was in 2000. Oh, okay. So what he did, uh-huh. <laughs> I know, such an interesting point of view, right? But I think if you're, like, poor and struggling, then I guess it's easy to direct your anger at almost anything. And yeah. just be like, this is so unfair. Like, I totally, yeah, yeah you got it. I agree. Um, Internet should be cheaper. Right? It should I'm be cheaper. With there. in Canada. We have a whole other thing in oh Canada, though, where we're like, our internet rates are second highest in the entire world. It's Crazy. so unfair. And most of Canada doesn't even have high-speed internet because it would cost too much for providers to give people high-speed internet. Like, <laughs> we're struggling this? out here. <laughs> yeah. Canada was not built for internet. No. <laughs> um, so what this I love you worm was, it was an email. Aww, you guys remember these. Of Spam mail. So it would release, it would like send a little email and the file was, I love you. And it was kind of sophisticated because depending on who it was being sent to, it would change its name. Ooh. So if it was being sent to an adult from like a random, because, you know, it'll send to every single person on your list and yeah. it, it can get some information from them. So if it was sent to an adult, then instead of I love you, it would say something like baby pics. Or Ooh. if it was sent to someone in Italy, then it would change I love you to like, I love you in Italian or something like that pretty i don't know i thought it was pretty high tech for yeah, like the 2000s wow. good for him he really thought this one through um so at first it was only in manila in the philippines but then he out of curiosity removed his <laughs> geographic dis- uh, <laughs> restriction <laughs> and it spread worldwide <laughs> and it cost uh, 10 to 15 billion dollars american to be removed from every computer that it was infected <laughs> just one guy It got so bad that the Pentagon, the CIA, and the British Parliament (laughs) decided to completely shut down their email services (gasps) until it was fixed like eight days later. Just because there's one little guy in the Philippines who's like, I don't want to pay for my internet. Yeah, I deserve free internet. Fair enough. Fair enough. And he just got overloaded with information. I respect that. 
I know. <laughs> this very much respectful, very much respectful. And he's like obsessed with his privacy too. Like he like um they put him in a holding cell for a while because they were like, this has got to be a crime. But it wasn't accused of any crime because it was 2000 and they didn't know uh. how to do like internet crime. Right. So he just like <laughs> covered up his face like he didn't want to be seen. And oh. yeah, still, he's kind of a mystery to this day. Like, we don't know where this guy is, like probably hopefully working in computers. <laughs> I feel like that's where he is the most. That's what he likes the most. So um let's get on to this like name thing a little bit because i'm kind of obsessed um so there was this virus called the avril Levine virus which is <gasps> extremely relevant to our podcast because courtney striking resemblance to avril Levine. <laughs> my whole life been called avril Levine. her whole life they're like you know what you look like like people will, will meet her and right off the bat they're just First like thing. you know what you look like yeah i literally <laughs> won't even ask you what your name is but they're just like oh you look exactly like avril Levine. like she doesn't yeah. even open the conversation yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um this was also like a little bit of an email type of thing um and this guy was like oh i want to name it like the Avril Lavigne virus. Um, I want to name it like the Nath virus, N-A-I-T-H, because he didn't like that it was named the Avril Lavigne virus because in the coding world, there's like this rule that you're not supposed to name your uh, viruses or worms or codes after celebrities or corporations. Why? Um, or brand names. Um, I don't know. I guess just kind of to avoid... Free publicity? They're like... They can't. <laughs> I guess so. It's just like an unspoken rule. I think it's their, they, it's it's like within the coding community. It's not like a law that like corporations are like, don't name your code after me. It's like within the coding community, they're like, maybe they're a little bit anti-capitalism and they're Ooh, just like, we don't want to give them like extra that. stuff. Yeah. Right? They don't need more credit. <laughs> yeah, they don't. Um, so this guy tried to change the name from Avril Lavigne to Nath and it didn't really catch on. And then he changed it to Livra, which was Avril spent, spelt backwards. Livra. Um, like yeah. That. It's kind of cute, okay. right? Livra. But I don't, I'm not 100% sure if it's stuck. It's just called the Avril Lavigne virus now. <laughs> <laughs> he tried so hard, but she did succeed. And in 2017, fun fact, Avril Lavigne was the most likely celebrity name to land a virus on your computer. With 15% of Google links leading you to malicious downloads. <laughs> 15% to Avril yeah. Lavigne virus? Yep. Yep. If you Google Amazing. Avril Lavigne, you're 15% more likely than usual to get a virus on your computer. <laughs> Amazing. Pretty bad, eh? And Amazing. this was actually around the time when the Avril is dead conspiracy theory was surfacing. So I think that that has something to do with it because she, her Ooh. name was being Googled a lot more. Because they were like, is Avril dead? And then maybe it led to like some sketchy links or something Mm -hmm. like that. And yeah, for a while in in 2017, it was recommended to not Google Avril Lavigne. Lavigne. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, So this programmer um, said that sometimes we like to send a little message to the virus writer. Um, For example... The Klez author, which is another worm, tried to hide his code by encoding parts of the virus, and they named the virus Klez after the sequence of letters in the key, just kind of as oh. a we know what you're doing type of statement. Oh. Like, we see you, and we we are on to your game. <laughs> I like that. Right? There was another one named Nimda, which is admin spelt backwards. Named for the system administrators that (laughs) would be driven mad by that worm. (laughs) 
it was another one of those like mass email viruses. Um, and then the same computer engineer said that it's kind of our idea of fun. Maybe we need to get out more. <laughs> I kind of love it. It's so cute. Like, I know, right? No, don't get out more. Stay in. It's I like fun. these little it's fun. memes yeah. and jokes Attack- that. Attack the corporations, man. Just keep going. Just you don't like you don't have to do anything criminal. Just like make their lives a little bit harder for a day. It's kind of yeah, funny. I like the little email viruses. Just yeah. like spread some love. Send make a virus that just changes back. everyone's background to like a meme or something. Yeah. That'd be fun. <laughs> That'd be so good. There's so many of these like weird little viruses where it's like it starts off as like one like ball like going across your screen and every time it hits it becomes two and then four and then it like keeps doubling and multiplying until eventually your whole screen is covered in like ping pong balls I love and your it. computer crashes because <laughs> <laughs> i know like there's so many harm harmless ones that you still it's still like a nuisance like you can't go on your computer but it's just like mm-hmm. bing 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 <laughs> so ridiculous um yeah that's pretty much it um i just have one more kind of um fun little fact for you guys um it apparently bill gates was responsible for creating the first computer (gasps) virus yes and he created the blueprint for a computer virus if you will he created a program that copies itself into other programs and ruins data and yeah i mean he might be responsible for a lot of this (laughs) and uh yeah after that, he was like, ah, I might have created something horrible. He just went back to, like, making a scheduling program for their school's computer or something like that. He was over it. He was like, ah, this is this is too strong. I, I have uncovered something too real. <laughs> Poor guy. Oh, he had no idea. Yeah. So okay. that's the tea on computer viruses and on computer wow. worms. I know. I've never heard of computer worms. You know what, though? We yeah. actually, do you remember at Carlton when we got a computer worm across no. the whole campus? I don't remember yeah, that. Yeah, it was happened? at Carlton. Um, I think if you had like a Windows computer or um, it was one of the two. If you had one mm-hmm. of the two, they told you that you couldn't log on to the internet with your login because they were actually stealing students' files and then holding them hostage. The university had to pay over like millions of dollars to get Whoa. files back because they were literally stealing like homework, people's theses, people's research because they hacked oh. into the, the school Wi-Fi and stole, I yeah, stole a bunch of stuff. I completely missed that. Mm-hmm. Wow, holy shit. I kind of <laughs> like that the school had to pay like millions of dollars in ransom yeah. to like unlock Yeah, they literally files. held the ransom. I was like, what the fuck is don't going we have on a here? Com- don't, didn't we have a computer engineering program? That should have been their project. <laughs> Maybe they made it. Maybe that was their project. Ah, yes. <laughs> fuck the system. <laughs> That's honestly inspiring. I am pretty amazed by that. Yeah, I bet it was students. 100%. Mm-hmm. 100%. They know this shit better than anyone. That's so funny. I'm proud of them. Me too. <laughs> Same. I mean, I would have preferred them not, like, attacking poor, like, graduate students. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe go for someone else, but... I think they knew that their ultimate goal was the school, and mm-hmm. the students were just kind of a, a side casualty. target. Yeah, yeah, just a casualty. And they got their stuff back, apparently, right? I so think. I, I don't remember yet. <laughs> so cool so yeah code can be cute and fun but also horrifying and possibly could end the world too everything runs on computers man it's like true. airplanes um things that can end the world other things Airplane. such as airplanes i don't know <laughs> <laughs> other things um soon cars power plants 
computers aren't indestructible. All of our jobs. Yeah. Like maybe I don't know how the computer works, but that doesn't mean someone else does. Doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) We we fucked. Yeah. yeah. It's true. We fucked. Yeah. Somebody actually, you know, somebody. learn some coding. Somebody starts need to. Somebody needs to start making a code to disable the robots when they take over. Like, start now developing mm-hmm. that one so that they we can, are. like, protect ourselves. They've so... already started doing that. Oh, good. That's good. That's a field of research for oh, a lot perfect. of people, like, in AI. Because they're, the that chance that AI is going to take over is about 10%, okay. which is a low, but also Higher than high we enough. would like it. Yeah. <laughs> higher than ideal. Yeah. <laughs> High enough that they have to have an entire team dedicated to trying to figure out how to stop them from taking over. So weird. It's so I don't, weird. I don't you have get to tech. What the code heck? that far in advance? Because at that point, I feel like when the robots do stop. take over, they're yeah. gonna know how to uncode they're gonna the know code what you're doing. that made them docile again. You yeah, know, like the whole thing is that they're out. gonna be smarter than us. So they're gonna maybe have just this... stop <laughs> once again. Just once stop. again. Silicon Valley. This is an open just, message just to all Silicon Valley. <laughs> stop. <Go> Peace <laughs> and love. Peace and love. <laughs> Go home. Code a tree. <laughs> Take the day off. Take the day off. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's Thank it. You. That's all. The Thank road you. That's Very on to interesting. Courtney. All right, guys, welcome to the second half of the podcast. Um, this week, I am talking about Coca-Cola. Woo! And I just so happen Woo. to be wearing a Coca-Cola shirt, completely unbeknownst Unplanned. to... Yeah. <laughs> Unplanned. It's pretty cool. Pretty we cool. are energetically aligned. Mm-hmm. Vibes. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm talking about Coca-Cola this week. Um, I want to talk specifically about a... A philosopher, not a psychologist, a philosopher mm. who has a theory about Coke, about Diet Coke specifically. Mm. Um, it's called the nihilism of Coke or the, the nihilism of Coke, Coke paradox. The um, paradox? Yeah. The fuck? So I'm going to talk about that in a bit. But first, I wanted to just like talk about Coca-Cola a little bit because they're a super weird company and a super weird product. So we're just going to do a little <laughs> bit of a background first. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> So they originated in 1886 by a pharmacist in Atlanta whose name is John S. Pemberton. Mm-hmm. Um, and the original drink, as many of us know, had cocaine in it. That's what I have always heard. And I wasn't <laughs> yeah. sure if that was like just a rumor because it's literally mm-hmm. called Coca-Cola. Like the short yeah. form is Coke. But it's true. It actually did have cocaine in it. It did have cocaine in it. How um, did they get access to that? <laughs> it was Fuck. it was the 1800s. I don't uh, think anyone gotcha. really gave a shit. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> and so when it was like originally came out, it was actually like advertised to be a tonic for most ailments. Based on the fact that it had cocaine, because people would drink it and they'd be like, I feel great. Oh. Um, (laughs) Yeah. It was originally, like, thought to be a medicine. Um, And it was inspired by a drink called the Vin Mariani Mm -hmm. from France. And the Vin Mariani is red wine mixed with cocaine. (laughs) That is the drink. And they used to drink it in. (gasps) That's insane. 
mean? Um, I didn't know you could drink cocaine, first of all. That's I think they just like crazy. took the powder and mixed it into the it red just wine. Mix it in. That's so mix insane. It in. Just a little mixy mix. Oh, you know what? When you put it in your coffee, we call it a quadruple quadruple. We oui. <laughs> Canadians. <laughs> I mean, I don't speak for all Canadians, but that's just what I've heard. You know, you know, you can get a double double, triple triple, yeah. quadruple quadruple. I, I just feel that. like it's a recipe for a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, me too. Both, both, cocaine and coffee and cocaine and wine, like both just seem completely yeah. wildly unhinged to me but <laughs> you do your wow. thing you especially you for people. the 1800s i feel like there wasn't a lot of research done about that kind of stuff they were just no. really living off vibes back they were then. like so, yeah honestly what a like it seems like a nice time to live they were like these yeah. two things mixed together makes me feel nice and that's all that matters. this is good yeah <laughs> and then they made and a product out of it mattered. and that yeah. was coke and then they died at age 40 <laughs> <laughs> but i mean anyways um so yes it had cocaine in it um from the coca leaf and it had caffeine extracts as well so it was caffeine and cocaine so maybe it was a at least those quadruple quadruple go together you know (laughs) and the cocaine was officially removed from coke in 1903 oh wow that's late on there was no cocaine in coke (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if product um, sales went down. <laughs> maybe. Maybe like, they're it's like, not the it's same. not the same anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so just funny. some uh, fun facts about Coke. So in 1978, it became the only company allowed to sell cold package soft beverages in China. Wow. That's so interesting. It, that What? Yeah. They just the like only... are okay with Coke. That's it? Which is weird they because Coke is like else? very American. Yeah. I think now they do, but it was the first one that was allowed to be sold in, like, communist China. Mm-hmm. Very strange, but that interesting. very strange. Hmm. Um, to get people to drink it, they started by handing out free coupons for mm-hmm. a bottle of Coke. And then once people tried it, they just couldn't stop. Yes, and this is yes. probably because it had cocaine in it. <laughs> so... I mean, wow. it's, a good, it's a good strategy. That's good insane. Free, and then you get hooked. <laughs> just creating little drug addicts wow (laughs) holy shit that's so crazy um and it used to be given to babies to help them calm down no way which i don't yeah i don't understand that because to me cocaine is like a stimulant right like you know what probably happened the baby started to like actually like freak out a little bit and like they probably didn't even get calmed down they probably were just having like an internalized anxiety attack because of like (laughs) they were just like tweaking (laughs) The parents were like, wow, it's so calm. And Coke really works. Works oh, miracle. No. The child's like, gotta get out of here. <laughs> um, oh. In 1985, there was a little bit of a scandal because Coke came out with a new formula. It was called New Coke. Oh. And it tasted really bad. Um, oh. But it was cheaper to make. So oh. they were trying to like push new coke on people Mm -hmm. um the marketing subjects that were asked to review it and they gave it like good reviews but they were not actually told that it would be replacing coke they were told that it would be an alternative so they didn't know that they were you know killing coke by doing that um and basically people berated the company until they brought back their old old formula um and then they rebranded new coke into coke 2 yeah and they sold it until 2002 Oh, wow. It actually did okay, huh? Not really. I don't think anyone mm. bought it. I think they just kept really <laughs> trying. They really stuck with it. They were like, yeah. 
you know. Even though the people hated it, we have too much in the back <laughs> to not be able <laughs> to sell much. it. Pretty much. <laughs> wow. Um, they tried. Yeah. The soda can was invented by Coca-Cola, and it was invented uh-huh. for the purpose of giving soldiers oh Coke while they were fighting in the war. That's really weird to imagine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the trenches, and they're just like, Coca-Cola. <laughs> yeah, wow. it was invented for them. Um, mm-hmm. And then it was offered to civilian customers in 1960. This one's pretty cool. All right. So there was a Russian general, and we all know Russia and America. No, no. Don't go beef. well together. <laughs> yeah, mad beef. So <laughs> there was a Russian general who really liked Coke, but mm-hmm. he couldn't be seen drinking Coke because of, you know, the beef. The beef. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Coca-Cola actually made him a clear Coke. So what? it would look like he was drinking vodka. I drink love it. That. It's more respectable for an army general to drink vodka <laughs> than Coke. I mean, it's Russia, Coca-Cola. you know? Yeah, you know? that's true. It's Russia. The but vodka. it's also crazy to me that they can make Coke clear that tastes like Coke. I don't know why, but that just sits oh. weird with me. Oh, I thought you meant I feel they like made, the taste like, comes the from the color. Clear. No, they made the beverage clear. What the fuck? Yeah. Isn't that so weird? they just are literally putting dye into yeah. Coca-Cola? Yeah. Pretty yeah. Much. That like completely changed my opinion <laughs> on Coca-Cola. Ew, right? imagine drinking something that looks like water and it tastes like Coca-Cola. I can't I, wrap so my weird. Head around that. I know. I feel like <laughs> part of the taste comes from the color and I don't know yeah, why. I, I just totally feel like agree. it needs to be that color, but no, apparently it can be clear. Oh my god, my brain can't handle this information. <laughs> like I actually I'm struggling to th- this is like right? this is like str- struggling to think of like what not existing is like, what death is yeah. like. You just can't wrap your brain around it because I, you can't think I feel about the, not I thinking. feel the same way. When I read this, I was like this is fake. You can't make clear coke, but you can. You can That's... make clear coke. Freaks uh, me out though. I don't like that. I am uncomfortable too. Ugh. They shouldn't do that ever. <laughs> it should not that be wouldn't allowed. go down well for anyone except for that one Russian guy. <laughs> Fuck. Um, and then there was a scandal in 1990 called Magican, where it was like a marketing event i guess that they had that was going on where some cans contained money so it was bills from that ranged from one dollar to five hundred dollars and the cans were spring-loaded so when you would open them the money would just kind of like get spit out Mm -hmm. but they wanted to make sure that the cans with the money weren't lighter than the ones without the money so that people couldn't just like pick them up and say like this one's empty you know it has money in it so they filled the cans that had the money in it with a solution of water, chlorine, mm. and oh. ammonium sulfate because they thought people would open it and smell it and be like, that's not Coke. I shouldn't yeah. drink that. But they were wrong. A lot of people <laughs> <laughs> drank the chlorine and ammonium sulfate mix. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, and they almost got into a lawsuit. And honestly, I don't know how they didn't get into a lawsuit. For literally feeding people chlorine, for putting poison into what their cans. The fuck! But they somehow whoopty whooped out of that one, That's and they didn't. Insane. They didn't get sued. They almost did, but they did not. Wow, you really have to treat the cons- the customer like an idiot. An idiot. Like, you really have to treat us. People like trust Coke 
too much <laughs> too much yeah. they're like it smells weird but it's coke it's but it would be clear too that would also be something that would throw me off the color i guess you wouldn't be able to see it because it's inside a can oh my god i also don't it's understand so why they didn't just fill the can with coke like then it would have why been the have same to... weight <laughs> they no, wouldn't they have, have poisoned people new poison like that's so much work just put coke in it or just water <laughs> you don't have to put chlorine yeah water or any like ammonium nothing like you you should that's have... a good point why the chlorine water should have been the end of that list water should have been. <laughs> sparkling water Making a nice sparkling water drink. That's There's so it, many yeah. other options than literal poison, but <laughs> the they did. They went I with thinking? the literal poison and didn't get Was sued. It to preserve the money or something like that. Like there must have been some reason for it. Ugh, that's weird. That's a really bad idea. Oh my god. Maybe yeah. it was to disinfect the cash. I don't know. But I feel like drinking dirty money water is probably safer than. <laughs> drinking chlorine i don't know probably just an idea (laughs) all right so moving on to the nihilism of coke yay so there's a philosopher his name is slav slavov slav Mm -hmm. slavo zizek i'm just gonna call him zizek because i don't actually know how to say his first name i think he's russian um and he calls coca-cola the perfect commodity Mm-hmm. He thinks that Coca-Cola and Diet Coke is the only true commodity under capitalism. I don't understand. <laughs> I'm going to get into it. Don't worry. The perfect commodity. So, um, good old Daddy Marx, he once oh. said that a commodity is never just simply an object that we buy. It's full of theological and even metaphysical nicety- nice- niceties. Niceties. Mm. Um, so Zizek kind of explained the, explains this by saying that we never buy an object for its practical use. We buy an object for the dream or the idea that we have around the object. So, for example, you never buy a car because you need to take your kids to school. You buy the car for the dream of the freedom it can bring you. Oh. Interesting. Um, yeah. And so Zizek also goes on to say that most of us don't actually want the thing. We want the substitute of the thing deprived of its essential feature. So we want caffeine. We want coffee without the caffeine. We want beer without the alcohol. So you want the thing, but none of the things that make the thing a thing. Does that make sense? No, I'm so confused about the beer without the alcohol and the coffee without the caffeine. That's the people want to drink caffeine free. People want to drink caffeine free coffee. That's decaf coffee. That's okay. That's true. What's the point of drinking it? People, there is alcohol free beer that a lot of people buy because they want to drink beer without the alcohol to the beer. People buy sugar free cake because they want to eat the cake without the sugar, but it's the sugar that makes a cake a cake. Mm. I see. So we want to buy the idea of the thing, but we don't actually want the thing. Huh. We want to take I, the essential feature so. away from the thing and still have it. And still be able to have it. Maybe, okay, is this, like, because of the society that we built around it? That we're, like, cake is so good and, like, I love to eat cake, but I need, I'm on a sugar-free diet, but I still need cake. Like, is that what you I mean? think it, I, no, like I think alcoholics. it surrounds, it goes back to this whole thing of, like, the idea or the dream that it brings us, but not actually wanting the product. Hmm, that's so interesting. So people want the taste of cake. Next time, but I, they don't like, want the the fat or anything that comes yeah. with cake. But they want the cake. 
Does that only work for when people buy things without actually wanting the thing? Or does that work for, like, whatever? Like, if I buy... I think it works for most things. Because if you're in the grocery store and you look around, I guess... Okay, these are all food examples. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Let me try to think of another example. That's not food. Like, what about your your cell phone? Like, the idea of a phone is to communicate with other people, right? Is that, like, the main... Yeah, but then you don't buy it practically for communicating with other people because, like, practically to communicate with other people, I don't need the latest iPhone. Yeah, that's true. I buy it for the dream that it's going to bring, for creativity, for nice pictures. That's... Mm. Okay, this is an example that he gave. He gave the example of the iPad, that people don't buy the iPad for the practical use of it. People buy the iPad for the dream that it'll make them creative or that totally. they can do art or, yeah. you know, you're gonna it's get not your just life for together. the iPad. Yeah, yeah. so it's the dream. <laughs> and not the item you put Um, it into terms i can understand thank you (laughs) so yeah people buy an ipad to make their lives better you know literally to get their lives together (laughs) and so coke is um so coke is the only true commodity because coke serves no purpose it is the icon of empty consumption um coke is about pure enjoyment (laughs) it doesn't taste good it doesn't oh. quench your thirst. No, it doesn't. If it's warm, it's disgusting. It goes flat in five minutes. Like, there's nothing to Coke. And, like, even further than that, Diet Coke, no sugar or caffeine. Takes away everything about Coke that's worth drinking. <laughs> yeah. So it's purely empty consumption. Yeah, Diet um, Coke is bad. And people get obsessed with so Diet Coke, too. With Diet Coke. Like, I've seen people who, like, literally will have mental breakdowns because they, they're like, I need to get my Diet Coke. And they'll <laughs> buy one liter bottles that'll last for, like, two days and, like, constantly mm. have a little bit of Diet Coke somewhere in the house. Otherwise, like, mental breakdown is on its way. What is about Diet Coke? The empty consumption. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's the empty consumption portion. Um, but there's also, there's something about the sweetener that they use in Diet Coke oh, that right. the creates some sort of like addictive reaction because your body, okay, so when your body has sugar, it creates insulin to like convert that sugar into, I can't remember what the rest of that process <laughs> is, but it creates insulin and like prepares for the sugar. Yeah. So when you drink Diet Coke, your body thinks you're getting sugar. So it creates all this insulin, but then the sugar never happens. So mm. then your body constantly craves more because it wants to do this chemical process, but it never gets oh. the chance to with Diet Coke. So you keep drinking more and more and more because your body's like, oh, I need more of it. I need the sugar that I'm prepared for. What? It's not prepared for it. So that's kind of how people get hooked on Diet Coke because like their bodies are just like constantly in this state of like deprivation. Give me more Waiting sweet. for something to happen. <gasps> yeah. That's so cool. Wow. Can't so, be yeah. for you. <laughs> no. No. So he says that <laughs> so Zizek says that Diet Coke is the only true commodity within capitalism because it does not sell us a dream, but it sells us the promise of emptiness itself. Oh. <laughs> oh Deep shit. God. Deep shit. Because Coke is literally nothing. It will not yeah. quench your thirst. It is a beverage. Does not quench your thirst. Does not taste good. Does not have caffeine. Does not have sugar. It is literally nothing. And it promises nothing. Like, all of its advertisements yeah. <laughs> are about, like, caffeine-free. You can free. still drink Coke, but you... Yeah. You don't you have to still consume do it. it. Yeah, don't you worry. can still do it. There's no sugar. Yeah. There's no caffeine. You can still drink it. But now it's healthy. <laughs> you can yeah, still it, be a part of our cult. <laughs> it doesn't sell in a part dream. Of the dream. Ah! doesn't do anything. It sells its emptiness. It's truthful about it. 
That is so cool. Oh my god. Marketing. <laughs> Marketing. Has done it again. <laughs> That's so crazy. Yeah. Something for everyone to just really, really think about. Empty consumerism. Oh my god, I'm never buying anything again. <laughs> this is insane. And like, I think that it also relates back to, I think we've talked about it on the podcast before, when like you buy something and you get that like rush of serotonin. And then like five minutes later, you're just like sad again because you're like, this this wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And I think yeah. that relates to buying things based on the dream yeah. rather than like actually what the object is going to practically bring to your life. Oh my God. Sometimes I buy clothes like that. I'm like, mm. I'm going to be that girl. And then I get the clothes and I'm like, I'm not that um, girl. I'm still the same person. <laughs> oh no. no, I'm just wearing this piece of clothing. <laughs> I'm an imposter. <laughs> Pretending to be that girl. My pronouns are just her. No, just she. Because I will never be her. <laughs> I fucked it up. That's okay. It was good. Still good. Still relevant. But yeah, there is your morning dose of um, existential crisis to think about That's your consumerism, so to think about Diet Coke. Um, you can try looking this up. There really isn't much information on it. There's one TikTok <laughs> and a book. Um, but it is definitely something interesting to think about. And yeah. That was my short TED Talk sweet. for this week. But sweet <laughs> TED Talk for this week. Thank you. That was so interesting. Oh, my gosh. I'm definitely going to be thinking about this one a lot this week. Just in my day-to-day -day life. Mm -hmm. Trying to figure out where it fits in. Whether I'm actually buying the dream or something for a practical use. Crazy. This is what so capitalism all y'all people to, that right? are obsessed with the Diet Coke, justified justified oh it's the only true commodity under capitalism <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> that's beautiful that's beautiful <laughs> that's so beautiful oh poetic thank In you fact thank you wow thank you to that man Zizek. i love people who think I like I like when they put put thought into things. I'm like, ah, yes, you think about things. It's very nice. I know. Like, how did how did someone come up with that idea? Like, just holding a bottle of Coke, being like, "You are nothing, yeah, but you're everything." You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you really are just buying nothing. Like, just purchasing absolutely nothing, yeah. just for the feeling of buying something and just for the heck of it, of having a Coca Cola. But you still want to be healthy, but you're still drinking Coke and then you're drinking the aspartame and you know it's not good for you. And you're like, <laughs> I got to have my Coke. Oh, my gosh. I have so much stuff. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Like everything I've ever bought, I'm like, why did I buy this? Yeah, literally. It's probably for the dream. All right, guys, that brings us to the end of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. 
Um, thank you for listening to Lydia's opinion about computer worms. Yeah, wormies. Little wormy wormies. <laughs> um, and for my opinion about the nihilism of Coke. If you Ooh. want to let us know what you think, you can reach out to us on Instagram at very.unimportant.people. You can send us an email at hatersclickhere, which is h-h-t-r-s clickhere at gmail.com. Um, we are on Twitter, the unimportant PPL. We're on TikTok. Good luck. <laughs> um, and last but not least, we are on Patreon. Yeah. If you want to know what's on Patreon, it's a lot of extras, a lot of useless conversations, but really funny, useless conversations that are yeah, just like so stuff. off topic. They can't make it into the actual podcast, mm. but they are very entertaining. And there's some very entertaining videos for you on there. Maybe some merch coming sometime soon. I don't oh, know. Yeah. You'll only know if you're on the <laughs> Patreon. So get on it to get to the Patreon, guys. It. Oh, yes. A little complicated, but also very simple. Head to our Instagram, <laughs> very.unimportant.people. Head to our profile. Click on our link tree. Click Patreon. Bam, you're there. That's it. Really not that hard. You guys can do it. <laughs> you're smart and capable. Yeah, you are. And that's, <laughs> that's it for us this week. Have a great. <laughs>